This is HPR episode 2233 entitled Linux.conf.0 2017. Hugh Lemmings and is part of the series Interviews. It is hosted by Clinton Roy and is about 37 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is Clinton interviews Hugh Lemmings of the Linux Australia Council. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. So here we are on the last day of LinuxConf AU. Um, so this, this interview is very good for me because it means I've now done at least one interview every day, which Woo-hoo. I'm very happy with. Um, so this, is, uh, this week has been the first time I've used this microphone. It's been the first time I've ever tried interviewing people. Um, all of my previous podcasts, there's, it's, it's been the usual Clinton thing of a script and edited oh, okay. and, and percolated and waited. So... Interviewing is very new to me, so we'll see how we go. And being interviewed is equally new to me. <laughs> um, so, uh, with me uh, this, this afternoon, we have Hugh Lemmings, who uh, was, up, up until the AGM, was the uh, president of Linux Australia, mm. which is the sort of umbrella group and, and legal group uh, and the, the uh, financial uh, assets that uh, let Linux Australia uh, run all of these events. Yep. Um, so... Uh, you are no longer the president, but you're on the council. That's correct, yep. Um, and, and I suppose that you sort of see that as, as being a bit of a, a handover sort of period? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. It was a bit of a... It was actually a desired result. I mean, it's sort of strange in a way to acknowledge that you're happy not to do something you were quite enjoying doing. But what we what Cathy, uh, Cathy Reid, who is our immediate past vice president and now president, and I sort of looked at is... Cathy had a really strong and I think really positive vision for where to take Linux Australia into the future, but it's it need we really did need the community to get behind it because it, it's it's actually consciously taking on more than we had been doing, which is not something we can do as a council alone. We really did want to get the membership behind us. So what Cathy and I chatted about is sort of essentially we both stood for the president role and ordinary council member role, just that there's been the other with complementary but quite different um, visions for where to take the take LA and essentially I said also if you vote for me we'll just keep it ticking over and that's yep. fine yep. but Cathy's got a really good idea so please vote for her and um, and, and show your support and uh, and she and we'll, we'll both work on, on doing that and pleasingly the, the membership really did speak quite strongly with its well it's not really its feet I guess it's its mouse clicks um, and Cathy, Cathy uh, was voted in as president with quite a majority, but in a sense we, we consciously used it as a plebiscite to seek to get the, the, the membership engaged. And I think we had one of the bigger voter turnouts too, oh, which is pleasing. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it was really a very, a very pleasing result on, it, on every count. 
Kathy's very capable. She's very well regarded in the in the community. She has a, an excellent vision for where we want to go, and I think it's fitting that she'll be at the helm as we as we do it. Cool, cool. So, um, like, like obviously you're 100% behind Kathy's goals, but yes. I think, like, I, I have had a I have had a discussion with Kathy about this prior, and mm. and I, I think I probably come down on your side more of of the the role of the council is really, and, and I think Kathy and I. Agree, um, agree on the words and the the, uh, the essential things where the council should just be getting the nuts and bolts right. Yep. And if there are people who want to do interesting things, um, the council is just there as a baseboard or a springboard to, mm, to let that facilitate it. Perhaps. Yeah. 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 Um, and I guess um, so. You, you've you've talked about getting. The, the users on uh, sorry not the users the, the community on board with that decision but how are how are the users going to actually so the users have voted that they want Kathy and they want uh, Linux Australia as a whole to be doing more mm. how are they actually going to be doing that work how, yeah, no, how do they put their hands up and actually help them? that's a fair question so I guess there's a couple of different approaches um, I mean in terms of the, the simple logistics of getting in touch is, is an email message to the council list um, and that, that can kind of kick pretty much any any conversation off. Um, perhaps a good example of what's worked well is um, I'm going to have a mental block. The, the Treasury Subcommittee? Yeah, tre- Treasury Subcommittee is one, thank you, um, where we sort of we've had a group of individuals who have expressed interest in the financial operation of the council and that's actually been set up as a subcommittee. Uh, another example is um, the, mo- the we did a couple of two, three, two submissions to government last year oh, right. on policy related matters. And they were actually all, basically all the heavy lifting of that, the research, the writing was done by members of the community who right. got in touch and said, hey, I'd really like to put a submission in the government on blah, perhaps there's something Linux Australia would lend their pen to, yeah, in right, a sense. Right. And it, it was dead easy, it was sort of that the, they, they very kindly went off and did the not inconsiderable work of pulling that together, then for us as a council, it was merely sort of reading through this, and yes, this, this is consistent with our values, this is, and for my part as then president, sort of in, in a sense, lending my pen to it, pressing a few buttons to submit it and went, went but, and I guess that's what we hope will happen with here we sort of I think there's a great Linux Australia can play should play a greater role in um, that, that, those sort of representations of government having a bit of voice in, in public policy and essentially any member of the community has a has a view on that is welcome to get in touch with council and say I think I'd like to write a paper on so on such and yeah. such or put a submission in on, on this and we can kind of kind of go from go yeah. from there the other thing I think in that space, and I sort of touched on this at different points in, in a couple of mailings to the Links Australia mailing list, which, as you'd be aware of it, for the benefit of the listeners, is the main sort of discussion list for, for Linux Australia, is the forum where we talk about community-related stuff or Linux Australia-related stuff. I, I certainly encourage people to give thought to what they email about, but also whether the particular matter at hand is something that makes sense to go to the Linux Australia mailing list, which is a much broader list, I think six or seven hundred people on it or something like that. It can be a little bit chaotic, I guess, at times. Or, of course, they can email the council directly. And I'm not saying that in any way, shape or form to suggest that there shouldn't be transparency in you know, all the, all, all the organisations' operations are, but occasionally things pop up where, you know, if, it, if it's a quiet conversation with council, it's often often easier to have a little bit more nuance than it is in a more broadly broadly read form. Again, we're not going to do anything underhand, iffy or anything like that, but just 
it's a difference between a conversation you and I might have in a, in a, a, pri- in a private forum versus at the bar and yeah. amongst a group of people yeah. sort of thing or whatever. And, and you can raise more contentious issues and not have to worry about the crowd sort of running away with it. Mm. I think there is that element and it's we, we have had we have had instances that in the past let's be let's be plain where I think with good intent people have flagged stuff and it, and it has digressed and I don't think that's that's necessarily been to the betterment of the, the free software commons overall or, or certainly the, the local local one. I, I guess as a myself being a, a nuts and bolts kind of guy the, mm. the thing that um, I have sunk most of my time in for Linux Australia has actually been working on the software front. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm very, very pleased with some of the things I've seen at this conference that Chris's new uh, uh, conference platform, mm. um, like he's been able to quickly add a new ticket type for the raffle ticket, yeah. for example. Yeah. Um, and under the old system, I, I would not want to go near that <laughs> right. at all. Yeah. But, but because he's been able to do a few of those things, I hold out great hope that the, the new software system that he's come up with will mm. be something that's actually much easier to move forward with. Yeah, I agree. And I think, yeah, and it's Chris and, and crew have done an excellent job on that. And I think Chris individually demonstrated an enormous amount of initiative to sort of kick that off and run with it, and the not in not in considerable amount of actually organising the conference at yeah, the same yeah. time. But I think he made a very strong case to to do that work um, I've got some funding I forgive me PSF yeah PSF thank yeah. you to fund it which is excellent because we've ended up with a, a, t- a tool now that all future events yeah. not just yeah. Australia events can use yeah. so uh, very much a win all around and, and I would um, like I would so I've, I've used uh, the previous system for LCA OSDC mm. and PyCon yeah um, and it's always been a bit of a struggle. Yes. So, I'm, I'm, yeah. so we will be using that new system for PyCon uh, Australia later Excellent. in the year. Yep. Um, like there's already a, a little instance up that they're, they're playing around with. Mm. Um, and and hopefully uh, we will be able to iron out any issues. That's great. Um, I think, I think that it, it, it brings to mind, Clinton, so another, another thing, and that's a general area too. And I touched on this in the, the AGM and in my President's report is that one of the things we've tried to do over the years with, um, with Linux Australia is, is to sort of have a grants program or fund initiatives where it makes sense to do so. And we've, we've ended up in, in this slightly... We've ended up in a very fortunate situation. We, we have a fairly healthy bank balance. It's not infinite by any means, but it's a healthy one. And we certainly encourage the, the listeners and membership to consider whether there's projects or things they'd like to do that might might meet our criteria for, for funding in its various different different forms. Trudge said to me many, many years ago, quite a number of years ago, and actually I think because it was back when we were both, one year when we were both on the council, that sort of, in a sense, Linux Australia's goal should be to have as little money in the bank as possible right. because we should be giving it back to the community. Yep. Now, he didn't mean that quite literally, but there, there is certainly a, a grain of truth to that, that sort of, it would be a tremendous shame if there's members of, members of the free software community, particularly the, in our region, who would well, really love to do this particular thing, but I lack a tool or a piece of hardware or yeah, whatever it might yep. be to do, it. have yep. a look, have a look and see. Where we, and again, you can do that through the, the committee yep. committee address. Yep. So I know you've been very busy uh, this year, but are you actually uh, speaking this year at the conference? I'm not, unfortunately. No, oh, no. Okay. It's been um, no, it's been been quite a few years now since I think last time I spoke was probably. I want to say it's probably John Oxer and I did a, a joint presentation oh, on yes. some Arduino stuff a yep. few years ago. Yep. Now, I've been. 
I suppose I'm about to place myself on the public record, which can often be a mixed <laughs> blessing. But I'm cautiously optimistic that by um, not having as, as uh, time time critical or time consuming role on council as I did last year, that I might actually be able to use some of the time I did spend as president actually tinkering on some code. And yep. I've been been very much enjoying getting back to the the IoT sort of roots a little bit. And my background's hardware originally, so. Yes, yeah, so the point of that being that I hope for next LCA I might actually have done something interesting this year which I can actually talk Excellent. about. Excellent, cool. Yeah, I, yeah I've, I've been um, way too busy with, with stuff to think about interesting, cool things to, mm. to even put a talk in uh, this year. Um, not that that seemed to hurt the numbers. Like, it was like 421 talk sessions, yeah. I think. So they, they didn't need my, um, my 14th attempt at how to write a... How to write the perfect parser generator uh, talk. Um, so it's it's been good this year. There's there's been a number of talks that have sort of blown my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still like I, I I don't know if this is me maturing or what. But in in previous years, I've always been able to go back back to work and, and back to home projects, having come across three or four different projects where it's like right, I have to start integrating that project into my my yeah. tool. Kill you. I haven't come across anything like that this year, um, so I'm still sort of hopeful that, that I'll, I'll come away with that. Have you come across anything that, that uh, you, you think is going to change the way you, you uh, do your day-to-day stuff at all? I think da- possibly day- direct day-to-day stuff less so, um, I think, but I think what it has changed, what it will change, I hope, is my some of the attitudinal pieces. We've had a couple of talks which I think have been quite... Not confronting is not quite the word I'm looking for, but just timely reminders that the broader the broader battle we have around open standards and and, and, and freedoms and so forth is one we still need to to continue to, to engage with. So that's been I found that sort of a, a positive personal challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the things I'm doing actually right at this moment, which is slightly daft, is car- carrying my work work laptop around, which is uh, a Mac OS machine does all the things I need to for work, but also uh, an older ThinkPad, which is what I do my Linux stuff on, because right. you know, sometimes, you do, particularly with hardware-related things, you often don't want to be in between you and the ports. Yep. But it, it, it was nice to sit in on the um, the Open Hardware Mini-Comp, for example, at the start of the week and tinker around with that and just be reminded, yes, I can actually read C code and um, <laughs> and sat in Paul McKenney's talk on memory management and what, it was one of the other kernel-related talks, wasn't it? Yeah, I actually do remember how the kernel works, and it's been quite a while yeah, now, right. professionally. But it was—it was, I suppose, a, um, a timely challenge for me. That while it won't, to your question, won't sort of change necessarily what I'm doing day to day, and how I do things. I think it will actually change what I do because I'll be right. much more inclined to tinker with stuff. And so it's—it's it's, it's sort of been a little bit of a confidence booster in a, in a certain sense. Yes, aspect. yeah, I think, yeah, I think I think that's true, and also a reminder that we've, um, you know, some interesting. Non-Linux kernel-related stuff popping up in the in the Internet of Things the space, the um, Free RTOS and uh, what's the other one that Linux Foundation are sponsoring got involved with. I'm not going to be able to remember the name of it. No, that's all good. But um, yeah, so there's because my original background is embedded controllers and small right. systems, and when I actually worked on the kernel, it was probably quite a lot smaller than it is now. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. So it'd be nice to possibly get back to that as a as a hobby thing rather than as a professional thing. I suspect. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, Paul's. Paul's talk on uh, trying to come up with a, a formal memory model for, mm. for Thank the you, that one. Yep. Uh, Linux. Uh, well, well, for, for computers basically. Mm. Um, that was 
definitely the, the most difficult talk I've been at, but, you know, it's... It, it's Paul, so yeah. <laughs> all of his talks tend to be rather difficult. Well, they're, they're complicated. I don't, I don't know what your impression is. The thing I'm always, I always enjoy about those much more detail or much more sort of I hesitate to use theoretical, but perhaps pure comp, pure, mm. pure comp science talks. And, and Jacinta Richardson's talk on um, algorithms actually was another that I, I saw today, which had a similar sort of flavour for me. Is it's just that wonderful reminder that the Commons were engaged in. As a technical discipline, does have a fine and long-standing reputation of research behind mm. it, and sort of because I have a slightly unconventional academic background, I, I didn't do any formal computer studies until I did a, a master's much, much later in life. So I sort of missed that stage of doing that, that theory, the more theoretical aspect of computer science. But it's always fascinating to be reminded, yeah, there's a whole ton of theory out there, yep. and there's aspects of the research that we do that are as true bleeding edge, bleeding edge research and new as the more commonly seen ones in the media of medical research or yep. societal research, all of which are important areas, but it's just nice to be reminded that they our very own area of passion and interest yeah. has that same deep sort of yeah. research background and continues, continues yeah. to. Yeah, and, and it's it's one of those things, like like LCA is very much a... a uh, I, I, I shouldn't say a plumbers conference because that, that, that name is used, but it's very much a workers on the ground getting mm. pumping code out and solving real problems. Yeah. And... And I think Paul is, is one of those speakers who um, goes to all the standards bodies. Mm. Like, like he's, he was on the C++ uh, yeah, that's right. standard group. So uh, I think there's, uh, I hesitate to say it's some form of RCU, but there's some form of memory model in C++ so that they can actually do lightweight concurrency yes. stuff. Yep. Um, and then you sort of think back and it's like, what, what do you mean there's no memory model? There's no formal memory model. It's like, surely someone's worked that out by now? And it's like, no. Hmm. Um, and and I'm, I've never been a low-level hardware guy. Hmm. Um, so for, for Paul to come out and say outrageous things like the Itanium, it can you know reorder um, reads on a variable, on the same variable. Hmm. And it's like, how... How is the computer supposed to work if that's the case? That's right. um, and and for Paul to come out and say that um, he sort of struggled to, to formalise some parts of RCU mm. is is really um, of great comfort to, to those of, of, of lesser minds like myself. Mm, and, and, and I, yeah. it's uh, a, a very a very tricksy world. And I've, I've actually used uh, like the user space RCU, oh, so, cool. so I do actually kind of vaguely understand some parts of it um, but when you when you realise that all these things are actually on really sh- shaky foundations and there's no formal foundation but it all works really well it's mm. um, so, so that that talk like, I'm going to have to going to have to go through that talk again similarly to the keynote this morning I'll, yes I'll have to play, play that at half that will take, take several weeks <laughs> that was, that was, that was, that was uh, we've, we've had a very very strong run of keynotes this, this conference which continues a fine tradition actually in that regard but this morning's was um, yeah certainly one to, to have another listen to at half speed and absorb it and uh, reflect several times I think and, and delivered with um, such panache and ease I think enviably so actually. yes it's, it's one of those things like I, I get into arguments every now and again with people who uh, complain about the quality of the speakers that, that we sometimes get um, because it's it's a technical conference. Most of the people they are uh, technicians by day, mm. and the, doing the talk thing is just well outside of what they're normally used to. Yeah. Um, 
and and I won't I won't go into particular names. Mm. I've had certain keynotes in previous years, and the overwhelming reaction was 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 one of uh, was a negative one. Mm. And I'm I'm very much focused on learning stuff yep. rather than you know are they a good showman? Yes, indeed. And, and I think this morning is is one of those times where we got someone who has has thought deeply about these issues and is a showman. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a rare thing. It's interesting. So I think with the on with what your point about the talks more generally, I think generally we we punch well above our our weight there. But one of the things I'm, I'm struck by, and I've seen have this conversation once or twice at each conference, is someone who says, oh, you know, I've always wanted to speak at LCA, but I don't think what I work on is interesting enough. And I think it's, a, I think it's very, very rare indeed that people's work is actually not interesting to someone. If, if all you do day by day is system, a particular aspect of system administration or you tinker with VH, VHDL for microprocessors or whatever it might be, it becomes common for you, so you forget that for the person who's doing sysadmin, VHDL is just this amazing, wow, yeah. I'd love to know, and vice versa. Yep. Sort of thing. So yep. I, I really do encourage all people, and I had a couple of conversations this conference and perhaps through the medium of this um, this interview, sort of encourage people to consider putting talks forward, because what you work on is, or, or, what, or maybe it's your hobby or whatever you might do, it's almost certainly interesting to, in yep. a technical sense to other to um to other other attendees and, and I mean there's even been a couple of non technical talks uh, this yep. year that, that have, have really done like that there was one on um, fortunately everything's videoed so I'll actually be able to see all yes. these things but there was one on like whether or not knitting was computing like whether it was I think it was basically whether or not knitting is Turing complete or some yes. some subset of, of knitting is Turing complete and obviously the links between between knitting and, and, and looming mm. go go way back yeah. Um, but yeah, there's 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 a lot of um, th- there's a lot of interesting things that un- uh, outside the technical realm. A yeah. lot of people here would be really really interested. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to going and seeing a lot of videos. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 a friend and former colleague back home who wasn't able to attend, but actually sp- apparently has spent most of the week sort of watching the live streams and also writing notes about other. Um, another talk I enjoyed was the um, uh, forgotten the, forgotten the chap who presented, but it was a, the one about hacking the uh, entertainment system in his car um, oh, slash right. dev slash what slash dev slash handbrake yep. or something like yep. that. Yep. But um, it was all relating to a particular brand and, and uh, model of car, which my friend actually has. So I messaged, uh, "You really need to watch the live stream there." So actually, I already am. So, so no, it's uh, it's good. A very a very, a very rich um, very rich program this year. Yeah, no, it's been good. Um, I, yeah, I, it, it, it's one of those things I, I'll, I'll need to sort of sit down and think about it. But um, like this year is is my sixteenth year, okay, yeah. um, and I need to uh, like going forwards. I need to basically convince work to send me. Mm. So I need to sit down and, and tease out the, the bits I enjoy versus the bits that, that I get something out. Of. Yeah. Um, so, so I think that'll be an interesting process for me mm. over the next year. Um, so, uh, as I was talking about before, I'm not on the council. Mm. I'm I'm not going to be doing that much for Python AU this year because I've, I've done the handover. Yeah, so cool. it's it's. Um, I'm grateful for your efforts. My, my baby has been let go. Yep. Um, so yeah, I've got this time free. So I have to work out um, what I'm going to do this year. So yeah. Well, wish you happy hacking on that one. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> 
All right. Um, is there anything else you'd, you'd, you'd like to discuss? No, I think, I think that's a, that's a good wide-ranging conversation, as I say in the movies, but thanks, thanks right. for the opportunity, Clinton, and thanks to the listeners. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.